Hello, my name is Natasha Wilson and I'm a leadership explorer, coach and consultant. I'm intrigued and fascinated by human abilities to lead and create positive change. And I aim to capture wisdom and stories to share our human experience and learn from each other. Today, I am delighted to welcome Sophia. Hello, Natasha. Good to be here. So Sophia, you're a development worker, passionate about civic and social justice. And you currently volunteer as a program manager at Ignite Borders. Ignite Borders is an NGO working to support startups in Africa to build scalable businesses to foster job creation. And prior to joining Ignite Borders, you were working as a program officer at a women's rights organization in Nigeria, where you supported the implementation of projects to increase the number of women in leadership spaces. So, Sophia, shall we explain a little bit how we are connected and where it all began? In 2018, I applied for a mentorship program. You were assigned to me as my mentor. The program lasted for six months, so we've kept in touch since then, and it has been great knowing you. In the 2018, doesn't seem like that long ago, but we've had so many uh, really interesting conversations during the, these times. Um, so maybe, Sophia, can you tell us a little bit more about um, what drove you to actually seek this kind of mentorship program and what you gained from it? I had just started working. I wanted to learn more about how various leadership concepts can affect the growth and culture of an organization. I was so lucky. I was assigned to... Natasha, who um, provided me with a lot of valuable professional and life advice, you know, as well as insights into various leadership structures you know, based on your own experience. And, you know, more importantly, I think our conversations and experience sharing sessions has really helped me to learn about different perspectives, different ideas and other things that I would otherwise have had no knowledge about. Sure. And I, and I gained so much value having those conversations with you, uh, Sophia, because it allowed me to also understand broader perspectives, you know, um, understand what it's like to live in an uncertain world, <laughs> which is very different depending on where you live and, and the type of work that you do. But also, I've always been absolutely amazed by your inner wisdom. And this will come across today in our podcast. You know, this is what I do. I'm in search of, of wisdom that can help us create in a greater world. And I, and I think it's so important to see that that wisdom, you know, can be um, acquired or can be shared at any time in our life, you know, and, and this is something that is really excites me. So let's find out a little bit more about maybe a, a challenge that you were faced with, um, you know, during your, your work or your life so far. And uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what the challenge was and, and how you went through it and, and potentially who helped you? In 2018 as well, you know, I was working on a project that involved um, meeting, uh, you know, visiting different universities within the six geopolitical zones in Nigeria. The main aim of the project was to um, ensure that more young people participate in the process of selecting a leader. I had to manage other organizers in each of these different locations. So it was really challenging managing them, getting them to do what you need them to do at the right time, considering the fact that I wasn't there physically and it 
all had to be done virtually. It was so challenging. At a point, I was going to say I'm no longer interested in doing it, but I had a conversation with a colleague. I made it clearer to everyone what is expected of them that, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. This is when it's supposed to be delivered. And everything was very specific. And I did a lot more follow-up than would have ordinarily been required of me. Mm -hmm. So even I knew that, okay, they might still not deliver. So I had plan Bs for activities that I know we have to deliver on this one so, so, so that the events do not flop. And at the end of the day, it was everything went very well. Instances where they still didn't deliver, there was a plan B in place for things to not flop. So um, it, it, it was really a, a very enlightening experience for me, to be honest, because it made me realize that um, I should take responsibility for whatever I'm kept in charge of. It's yes. not easy for anyone. So that was the uh, main lesson I got from it. And whatever it is that went wrong, I took responsibility for it because it is my duty to actually get everything to work well and not complain. That's a good point. And that shows a lot of bravery and, and creativity to try to you know, deal with the challenges and make people do the work they're supposed to do, especially when it's remote and when you haven't necessarily met them and, and you know, it's complicated. So I, I suppose it's, it's really interesting sometimes when we are faced with these challenges is that we need a nudge or, or some kind of somebody else who tells us this is a different perspective. This is maybe what you need to do or should do. And it sometimes worked really well for us. And in that case, it was, it was just very powerful. What I'm interested in is like, you know, you've talked a lot about specific challenges, but in your, in your lived experience so far uh, and your work uh, and, and, and passion, can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, when you work, especially for, women's empowerment in Nigeria. Can you tell us a little bit more about what is so important for you and, and, and the area that you are you know, uh, trying to impact positively? When women are empowered, the conditions of living are generally better for everyone because both boys and girls are raised by women. What affects the mother positively would affect the child and vice versa. So, and I also believe that when women are empowered and in leadership spaces, they would be able to create policies and push for implementation of laws that would um, promote women's rights. And like I said, when women's rights are being promoted and women live better, it's, it's, it's just good for everybody. The economic disparity between men and women in Nigeria, which is where I live, has really tipped the leadership skill in favor of men. There is always an imbalance in decision-making processes. You would see it in, in almost everything. So when, during this pandemic, you would see it in some of the responses that were made, the fact that there were, there were not a lot of women in leadership spaces. So issues that concerned women might sometimes be overlooked because there is nobody there to, to draw that, their attention to it. So if more women are empowered and they, the more they'll be able to take up leadership spaces and advance women's rights. So this is something that I'm really passionate about because I think it will lead to a fairer um, society for us. Absolutely, and more inclusive and equal society. And, and, and it's particularly strong in, in your country and where you live. 
but we do see that across uh, countries and borders and sectors. If we fast forward a little bit um, and think about the future now, I was recently listening to a podcast uh, from the World Economic Forum, and there was a mention that, you know, the 2020 pandemic has been a chance to kind of like um, look at, at our, the way we are doing things as a big reset, you know, resetting the clock a little bit. And, and I'm interested in finding out which areas do you think needs to be addressed and what you are intending to influence, you know, um, in, the, in the future. I think the, the, the most important area to address now is, is the issue of insecurity around Africa. It has led to a decline in our economy. And women are still the, the ones that are more affected by this. So I, I look forward to working and collaborating on projects that, that seek to mitigate the negative economic and social impact insecurity has had in the lives of women and children. Because it is also important to ensure that these um, people who have been internally displaced are also included in the economic development plans of a country. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you've already, you know, contributed a lot in, in, in working uh, in, in NGOs and charities that are addressing some of these issues. So, um, Sophia, we coming to the end of our podcast um, and I really appreciate your time. And, you know, despite some of the technological issues we've been facing in the past, today has been got, has, has gone quite, quite well. So we will uh, treasure that time. But just before we leave, um, do you have any other pearls of wisdom you'd like to share with us today? I would like to say that leadership, a lot of people think that leadership is something that starts from the top. But I think that leadership starts from the bottom. Leadership, um, good leadership has the potential to build a society that is humane. And bad leadership does the opposite. A lot of the trouble in the world we are in today is as a result of bad leadership. So leadership starts not from the top. It's from our everyday lives. It's from how you live your life, the, the, how you hold yourself accountable, how you run your homes. We are, we are leaders also in, for our own lives, our homes, our families. So it's important for us to lead these spaces in an accountable manner. So, so that, you know, this leadership can, this good leadership can transcend. Thank you so much for this, uh, Sophia. It is absolutely beautiful. And uh, just as you mentioned that, I thought of a quote I recently uh, saw. So I'm going just to share it with, with, uh, with our listeners and, and with yourself. It's from uh, Rebecca Solnit. And she said, every minute of every hour of every day, you are making the world just as you are making yourself and you might as well do it with generosity and kindness and style and i think it summarizes a lot of the things we've discussed you know through our sessions over the last couple of years and also um some of the things you've shared with us today i want to thank you so much sophia for your time uh, i'm delighted we made that happen and i look forward to future conversations potentially as another podcast but if not uh, just the two of us Thank you so much, Sophia. Thank you, Natasha. Thanks for having me. A big thanks to our guests today for a wonderful conversation on their leadership journey. 
To find out more about my podcast and my work, please check my website at cambridgeinsights.co.uk or you can always find me on LinkedIn and I'd be really happy to connect with you. Thank you for listening.